announcement. The Overlord, Master Fauci, has given you permission to have Christmas with your family. Welcome aboard, everybody. Good to have you here on The Voice of One, The VU. It's episode 125. This one for Tuesday, October 5, year of our Lord, 2021. Woody Cumbie here bringing you the first win blend of Coffee Corn Events Faith and FSU Sports. That's right. A first win. That's right. Florida State football. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're in the win column, ladies and gentlemen. First win of the season. A walk-off, walk-off field goal to defeat Syracuse 33-30. So, uh, <laughs> Saturday was a much more enjoyable day than the previous four. All right. But there was more. Uh, there was more because their rivals, Florida State's rivals, yeah, they went down to ignominious defeat. Not just defeat, but ignominious <laughs> defeat. And that's always a sweetener. The Miami Hurricanes, they, uh, they were already in the books as losers. They played on, on Thursday night and came down to a similar game-winning field goal as time was going to expire. And on the last play, they lined up for their short field goal and doink right off the... <laughs> Off the left upright. Yeah, they <laughs> hits it off the left upright, and it, and it bounces out. So, uh, anyway, they go down as a loser to Virginia. Then, then, what was even more, on Saturday evening, the, the Fighting Gators of the University of Florida, yeah, they lost to uh, Kentucky playing at Kentucky. The place was packed out and going crazy. Uh, yeah. And uh, Florida, they hadn't lost to Kentucky. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I think Ronald Reagan was president. I don't know. It's been forever uh, what the exact date was. But all I know is they, too, went down to defeat. And so it was an altogether delightful day. But wait, but wait, there was more. That's right. When you wake up to the news that the overlord has reversed his previous course and granted permission for us to have Christmas with our families, well, <laughs> it just doesn't get any better. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, what a what a last few days we have had. Well, anyway, good to have you back on The VU. Today we pick up with items that were promised but not delivered. <laughs> That's right, over, called over-promising. Yeah, promised but not delivered in VU 124, ran out of time. But not to worry. Uh, those segments and more on today's VU 125, a buck 25. Who would have ever thought it? Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. And lots of audio. Lots of audio coming your way to, in today's Voice of One. Because what was said, what's out there, what's on audio, what was captured, what's available, uh, has to be heard. Has to be heard with your own ears. To believe it's not worth just quoting it. No, you have to actually hear it. So 
Lots of audio coming up today. So today's segments, four of them, the whole world is watching, liberal Liz exemptions, and new apostles. Four segments. We're coming back right after this break with the whole world is watching. All right, welcome back. Segment number one, the whole world is watching. Now, have no doubt about it. The whole world, the whole globe is watching the debacle that is the current administration and the current leadership of Congress and the leadership and the faculties of the woke universities that are so-called elite universities in America. Yeah, they're all watching, whole world. And uh, friends are watching. Enemies are watching. They're all taking notes. They all have their opinions. But at least one now is calling it out publicly. That's right. They're speaking out publicly for what it is. And of all nations on earth, of all places it could possibly be, <laughs> it's France. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. We're, we're being called out by France. <laughs> and, and not just France, but by their prime minister, Macron. <laughs> I mean, Macron is, is calling us out. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Well, I bring you this from Newsweek magazine, uh, a story published on the 1st of this month of October. Uh, and here's the headline. The headline says, Macron... France reject American woke culture that's radicalizing their country. This story is by Virginia Van Zant, and here's a couple paragraphs from the story. Uh, it opens with this. After French President Emmanuel Macron recalled his ambassadors from the U.S. Now stop right there. Did you know that? France recalled their ambassadors. Yeah, can you imagine if France or any major European country had recalled their ambassadors to the U.S. during the previous administration? Can you imagine the eruption on the mainstream media? Can you imagine the furrowed brows? Can you imagine the hand wringing? Can you imagine the uh, quickly convened panels, the experts, the, the, the presidential uh, historian, the, somebody that they get from an agency uh, in France, somebody to comment. And so, oh, and they would just be down the road about how, oh, this buffoon we have in the White House, he cannot keep our alliances together. He's offended our longest standing friends, and it's all falling apart. But what do we have here? We have France recalling their ambassadors to the U.S. and crickets, crickets. After French President Emmanuel Macron recalled his ambassadors from the U.S. in the wake of a submarine deal with Australia that was torpedoed by President Joe Biden's administration, French media are now re-examining everything about America. The latest target, woke ideology. One of France's uh, leading magazines, Le Spectacle du Monde, ran a cover story 
titled The Suicide of America. The magazine blamed America's retreat from Afghanistan on a woke dictatorship and questioned whether America empire was collapsing. In the same issue, an article faulted U.S. universities as islands of extremism, where even students' Halloween costumes are policed, citing Yale University as a place where offensive costume wearers would be punished. A few miles from where U.S. soldiers landed on the beaches of Normandy, a conference of leading politicians, journalists, and intellectuals devoted a panel to America's woke ideology. Some panelists seemed alarmed by the trends they saw in American society, including alleged woke censorship by Twitter, Facebook, and other U.S. giants. Well, the story goes on, and later in the story, uh, there is a quote uh, by the, uh, the president, uh, Macron, says, in an interview with Elle magazine earlier this summer, President Macron said American imported woke culture is radicalizing France and creating more division among minorities. Now, let me read that one more time. In an interview with Elle magazine earlier this summer, President Macron said American imported woke culture is radicalizing France and creating more division among minorities. Now listen to this. So you do understand that the United States of America is the number one uh, social, cultural uh, engine in the entire world, uh, as it is in several other categories, uh, also the leader in several other categories. But one of them is in culture. And we've long been decried in the Middle East right, for the, quote, culture that we export. And they're not wrong about some of their criticisms. So here is France, France, right, one of the most liberal nations on the planet, saying that the United States of America is exporting a woke culture. And people are picking it up in France and that it is creating divisions especially among minorities. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what it's done here. And that's exactly what it's designed to do. That's what Marxism is about. Marxism is about creating wedges. It's about dividing people and then coming in to the midst of the chaos to provide a utopian solution. But first, they have to get people fighting. They, first, they have to have division. Back in the day, it was the workers versus the management. But today, they're taking a different tact, but it's the same objective. It's the objective of division. So uh, CRT and similar things are not about bringing people together. They're about wedging. They're about pushing people apart. And the president of France can see it. And he's calling it out for what it is. You guys are exporting something here that actually doesn't, it doesn't unify. It actually creates division. So somebody overseas is actually calling out uh, the flaw of woke culture. 
Now, again, will you hear any of that on uh, a, a mainstream media that a foreign uh, head of state is calling out the U.S.? Of course not. Of course not. Would you have heard about it had the head of state been calling out the previous administration? Of course. But you're not going to hear anything about it, about this. So hats off to Newsweek for even running this article about this, uh, about this conference and the various uh, articles that have been published in France. Because the whole world is watching and listening too. And that brings me to segment number two, liberal Liz. Liberal Liz. Now, this, I promised this last time, and we didn't get to it, but, but have no fear, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. Uh, liberal Liz. You know Liz Cheney, old guard Republican from Wyoming, uh, ardent critic of the previous president. Uh, she was interviewed on Leslie Stahl's 60 Minutes the other night. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe you missed it. Uh, and so I have some audio that you're going to have to hear from your, for yourself. But first, uh, you should know that during this interview with Leslie Stahl, uh, that Liz Cheney uh, did every she, everything she could to kind of brush up her conservative bona fide by stating uh, her pro-life position, by stating her support of the Second Amendment. She even defended waterboarding. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't know that was a topic anymore. Right. She defended waterboarding. But after that, there's a very interesting moment that maybe you missed, but I think you need to hear about what Liz Cheney had to say to Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes just last week. Take a listen. You have become, in a way, a hero to the liberals, which is kind of funny because, as you say yourself, you're one of the most conservative members of the House. You're anti-abortion. I'm, yeah, I'm pro-life, yes. You're pro-life. Yes. You're pro-gun rights. And you voted to repeal Obamacare. Do you regret yes. that vote? I do not, no. Waterboarding, a.k.a. torture. Well, it's not torture. But you support waterboarding. I do. Absolutely. And then there's her long-held opposition to same-sex marriage, which prompted a bitter falling out with her sister, Mary. Your sister's gay. She's married. She has children. And in 2013, you came out against same-sex marriage while your father went the other way. And it was looked upon as courageous when he did that. How do you defend what you did? I was wrong. Um... I was wrong. Uh, I love my sister very much. Uh, I uh, uh, love uh, her family very much, uh, and, uh, and, and I was wrong. It's a, it's a very personal issue uh, and very personal for my family. I uh, believe that my dad was right. And my sister and I have had that conversation. All right, so there you have it. Liz Cheney, Republican, Wyoming, once held a traditional marriage view, but now she says she was wrong. She was wrong. She just states it flatly. She was wrong to hold the view that's been held by cultures around the world for millennia. No, she was wrong. Uh, she was... Uh, she was a traditional marriage viewpoint person, but that was the wrong position to have. So, uh, Liz Cheney, 
running for office, of course, again in, in Wyoming, and of course, endorsed and supported by George W. Bush. All right, so uh, here's what I've observed most often. People uh, hold strong convictions until whatever the conviction is about comes to roost in their own family. They're fine having their strong conviction if it's in your family. But when it comes to their own family, all of a sudden they falter. And what that means, how it turns out, is that they did not have a conviction. Rather, they had a strong opinion. They had a viewpoint. But it was subject to change. Like all opinions, it was subject to change. And it did change once it came home to roost in their own family. In the case of Liz Cheney, it's about her sister. Now, I have to wonder, what was the basis for Liz Cheney's previously held view, her traditional marriage view? What did she base that view upon? What was the foundation of that view? Now, was it something that she really hadn't just, she just hadn't thought about it deeply? She just thought, well, uh, all Republicans hold this view and uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I, hold, I hold it too, but had never really thought deeply about it. I'm just curious about what was the underlying foundation for her traditional marriage view that she now says is wrong. So, for example, if she held a traditional marriage view, you know, a man and a woman, uh, and if she had held that view based upon the Bible, well, the Bible has not changed. So what? Liz, you no longer believe the Bible? Anyway, I don't know what her foundation was, but uh, it's curious. It's curious. And it's not curious that a politician flip-flopped. It's just curious that whatever foundation she had in her traditional marriage view, was so insecure that it could no longer support her previous view. All right. Two more, uh, and you don't want to miss these, two more quick segments, exemptions, and, and I have great audio, by the way. <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm done, my, I'm done my, this is just the beginning of audio, all right? I've got two great audios coming up, all right? Uh, two last segments, exemptions and new apostles. All right, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back for segment number three, exemptions. Well, the uh, occupant, uh, of course, he put out the vaccine mandate. And between that, that, uh, that mandate from the occupant and the FDA approval of the vaccine, those two things combined gave cover, have given cover for large corporations and even large hospital systems to demand compliance or be fired. 
get the jab or be fired. Hero to zero in the case of the hospital workers. And of course, being fired means you don't have any unemployment benefits. So not only are people losing their jobs over their own personal medical decisions, they're also being shut off from any financial assistance as they look for new employment. It's happening in America. It's outrageous. Now, many, of course, woke companies, big corporate, they've been, they've been more than ready to go along. But other, other companies, mainly small businesses, they have been backed into a corner. Now, remember that the occupant put out an order that said uh, that any company with over 100 employees has to require vaccination of every employee, not a, not a percentage, right? Not a benchmark, every person. Now, here's what you may not have heard. I bet you haven't heard it. The Democrats slipped into the $3.5 trillion social engineering bill. And remember, the text of that bill is over 2,400 pages long. They slipped in there a provision to vastly increase fines on any company that doesn't comply. I bring you this from the Daily Wire, and here's the uh, headline from September 29th. Uh, Emily Zanotti is the uh, author. Headline says this, Democrats sneak OSHA, OSHA, Democrats sneak OSHA enforcement provision into $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. Violations of Biden mandate vaccine mandate could now cost 70000 to $700,000. Over the weekend, House Democrats reportedly snuck a provision into the controversial $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill that could raise the fines for violating the Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate from $14,000 per violation up to a minimum of 70000 per violation, and willful and repeated violations of Occupational Safety and Health Administration regulations could cost some businesses a shocking $700,000 per incident. This was reported by Forbes uh, last Tuesday. It's on page 168 of the bill. Now, ladies and gentlemen, think about it. You're a small business owner, and if you have one violation, they find one person, you're, you're being fined at least $70,000. If they think that you're a willful violator, whatever that means, you could be fined up to $700,000 per employee that's not vaccinated. Now, Look, the Democrats, I'm just going to be honest, they've always been bullies, always. Anytime they feel like they have the reins, they have, they've been bullies. And their hubris is, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's up there at a whole new level, a whole new level. But here's what you want in the midst of all of this, all of these mandates, all of this heavy-handed uh, treatment, 
of America's small businesses and our workers that make America uh, uh, run day to day. I just want you to listen to who's exempted from all of this. And I have to admit, before I play this audio, I apologize. I, I pulled this audio off of something like a week ago, and I have to admit I've lost the attribution to who it, who it was uh, because I've just got a segment of it. Uh, but but listen, listen to this audio uh, that I pulled from a pod, podcast, which, again, I apologize for not having. But listen, listen to who's exempted from these mandates, these vaccine mandates. The groups that have been exempted from getting the vaccines, all of Congress, plus all the congressional staff, House and the Senate, that's a lot of people. 6,000 White House employees, all exempted. 2,500 Pfizer employees exempted. 1,500 Moderna employees and 120,000 Johnson & Johnson employees, all exempted. 15,000 CDC, 14,000 FDA employees, exempted. 8 million Chinese students in this country. 8 million. How many of them are PLA, CCP? 85, 90%. That's how many. I can tell you that. Exempted. Here's another one. 2 million illegal invaders. Exempted. They don't have to get the shot. Now, what is what is going on here? Now, let me throw another one in. This is going to be the cherry on top. At least 500,000 homeless tent and street people are exempted. So they, whoever's planning this, want these people to survive and to take a significant role in the numbers of potential survivors and those who are in the cities. 500,000 homeless and, and street people. And again, I'll repeat, some are there through no fault of their own. I get that. The, the, many are completely at the bottom of the food chain and they are not to be vaccinated wow amazing stuff did you listen to that list of who is exempt it's it's classic elitism it's congress it's the white house it's the fda it's the cdc that is exempted from taking the vaccine no your family your family needs to take it. Your kid needs to have it in, our, in order to go to college. Not their kid, not their people. They're exempted. They're exempted. Classic. The rules apply to you, but not to them. Now, let me ask you this. Did you hear, did you hear? Pfizer employees are exempted. Moderna employees are exempted. Johnson and Johnson employees are exempted. Now, why is it that the makers of the vaccine are exempted? That should cause you to think for quite a while, quite a while. All right, ladies and gentlemen, just one more moment of audio. As we move to segment number four, because this whole vaccine debate, it's just going to continue. It's just going to rage. And uh, there are more and more extremes on both sides, right and left, and the positions are completely hardened. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you the absolute jump the shark moment from the left. And specifically from New York Governor Kathy Hochul. And this you have to hear for yourself. It's her pitch for everybody getting the vaccine. Take a listen. 
we have to get this community back. And what we went through this pandemic made us stronger. I believe that, especially when I talk to young people who weren't able to have their graduations from high school or a normal life for the last 18 months. I say to them, whatever comes your way in life, you are stronger, you are more resilient. God let you survive this pandemic because he wants you to do great things someday. He let you live through this when so many other people did not. And that is also your responsibility. But how do we keep more people alive? We are not through this pandemic. I wished we were, but I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God, thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you, yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. That's right. If you're not vaccinated, you have just not listened to God. And if you are vaccinated, you should become an apostle, an apostle for vaccines, an evangelist, as it were. She needs you to be part of this movement. Now, I also take you to the official New York State website in which I bring you this story. In response to anti-abortion laws in Texas and across the country, Governor Hochul takes aggressive action to cement New York State as a safe harbor for those seeking abortion care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so the governor wants you to be an apostle for vaccines. She just doesn't want you to be an apostle for babies in the womb. All right, folks, well, we have actually crept past uh, 30 minutes, I think. So this is... (laughs) This could be an all-new record, but we got it in. We got it in. All right, folks. So I just close with this idea. Look, I'm vaccinated, but I'm not an apostle for vaccination. I'm an apostle for American freedom and constitutional liberty. You have a right to make your own medical decisions, and you should exercise your rights to do what you think is best for you and your family based upon your own circumstances that help you make your decision. All right, folks, God bless you all, and uh, I'll see you back uh, for VU 126 sometime soon. God bless you guys. Have a great day.